Are you feeling the August inflection points yet? I have to laugh when I write that because it feels like the world has truly gone mad and there's no more logic or reason. But sometimes the pendulum has to swing out as far as it can in one direction before it can return to a more balanced trajectory. And that's where we are now, on the global stage and in our individual lives too. If you've been thinking about making big changes in your life, if you're tired of doing the same things over and over again, playing out the same dramas, and putting off your dreams for one more day, week, or year, it may be time for a change. But first, you have to see where you've been paying for parking, where the stuckness is happening in your life, and why. We never pay for parking, which means to stay in one place at a cost to our joy, freedom, and power, without a good reason. And now it may be time to get in the car and move on. And that's the topic of this week's newsletter. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast. And I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. So the title of this article is, Are You Paying Too Much for Parking? And those who know me will laugh when they read this because they know that paying for parking is one of my pet peeves. I think parking should be free. And I'll go out of my way to look for a free parking spot rather than paying to park my car somewhere. I can park for free at home. My car is always in the garage. So when I go somewhere, I don't expect to have to pay to park the car that I had to take to get there. And that's rarely an option. When I was in Los Angeles with a friend recently, we drove around for 15 minutes looking for a free parking spot. Yes, I know what you're thinking. Well, I should say I drove around looking for a free parking spot while my friend sat quietly in the passenger seat knowing that it was useless to try to talk me out of my quest until I was satisfied that there were no free spots to be had. We eventually had to pay a nominal rate to park my car because there were no free spaces available. This was Los Angeles. I had to make a choice between paying for parking at $8 an hour or driving around looking for something that I was not going to find in Los Angeles, free parking. And if you've ever been to Los Angeles, you know that parking in the wrong place can be very costly. They love their parking fines. Now, this article is not a rant about the cost of parking. It's an introduction to a theme that we express often in our lives, usually without realizing it or even thinking about it. We get into a situation in our lives where we get stuck and don't realize until much later that we have been sitting in a very expensive parking space. 
The cost is not monetary, although it can be. It's a cost we measure in terms of energy, time, power, potential, and joy. If you look at life situations where you have agreed to help someone or to take on their problems or to get them out of a jam, only to find out that now you're involved up to your eyeballs and it's causing chaos and commotion in your life, you're paying for parking. And as long as you stay in that situation, your cost of parking goes up every minute. Here's how it works. And this is an example that I've used before. It's the story of my client who parked her life for over 10 years because her family did not want her to move to Hawaii. She lived in Northern Minnesota. This client called me for an individual intuitive consult. And the first thing I said to her was, wow, you need to live in Hawaii. Why are you living in Northern Minnesota? And she burst into tears. She said, I have been trying to move to Hawaii for 10 years and my family is against it. And every time I mention it, I get so much flack and so much grief from them that I just don't even talk about it. And every year during the, our long cold winters, my only thought is as soon as spring comes, I'm moving to Hawaii. This is my last winter here. And then I talk to my family about it and they all have a fit and there's so much chaos and drama that I just wait for another year and I've been waiting for them to be okay with me moving to Hawaii for 10 years. She was miserable. Every day that she spent in that parking spot in northern Minnesota during those long cold winters, she thought of the beaches and sunshines and warm weather of Hawaii. And you know what? She eventually did move to Hawaii. She got out of that very expensive parking spot that was costing her joy and her energy and it was making her depressed and angry and frustrated. And she just moved to Hawaii without telling her family and actually called them from the airport to let them know she was on the airplane and she was moving. So let me ask you, where are you parked in your life? And what's that parking space costing you? What promises have you made? What karmic cycles are you trying to fulfill? What are you trying to do when you're stuck in that spot and you're waiting for something to happen? You're waiting for the sign that it's time to move on, that it's time to go, and it's not happening. But we'll talk more about that in just a minute and I'll explain to you what I mean. Paying for parking in Los Angeles is a trade-off. I pay to park in a sanctioned parking area instead of taking my chances on the street or in some unknown place where my car could get damaged or stolen. Or I could get a huge parking fine because I'm parked in a space that I should not be in. Can you see some parallels in your own life here? We always have an agenda in every life situation and especially in relationships. And if you've taken my Raise Your Love Vibe class, one of the first things we talk about is your agenda, something that my students find with some degree of embarrassment, but getting a lot of clarity out of that exercise that their agenda is what leads them into relationships. Now, I know that the word agenda has a negative connotation. And when we think of people with an agenda, we think of people who have an ulterior motive. They want something from us. We want something from them. And everyone wants something from someone else. This is the truth. It's not a judgment or a criticism of anyone. Our agenda can be to be loved, liked, validated, valued, appreciated, and recognized. We want vindication, resolution, and closure. 
So we park ourselves in someone's life and we wait for our reward, which can take a very long time to come to fruition. And sometimes that never happens. Are you seeing some parallels in your life here? Do we ever consider that maybe we have an agenda that can't be fulfilled by that person or in that situation when we get into relationships and situations with people that we know are going to be a problem? Let's be honest here. Our intuition sends out red flags and warnings that we're entering into a danger zone and we ignore them or pretend they aren't there. As I look back on some problematic relationships in my life with friends and partners and family, I can see the red flags and warnings and how I ignored them. And when I got the parking bill, I was shocked, but glad that I eventually figured it out. What does your agenda cost you in parking fees and fines? Those agendas can have a very high cost, and sometimes we pay for parking for so long we forget where we parked the car. Or we look for it in an area where we think it is, and we have part of it right, but we're in the wrong place. Let me explain. That happened to me in Houston once when I took my children to the Astrodome to see the circus. When we got out of the event, it was dark and late, and we had to walk quite a long way to get to the car. Now, if you've ever been to the Astrodome, you know that it's huge, and it has a huge parking lot. When we got to the Astrodome to attend the circus, it was daylight. We were early, and the parking lot was relatively empty. But now it was dark, late. The parking lot was full of cars, and we were looking for ours. I had my three children with me. They were young, and we were wandering around the parking lot looking for the car where I knew I had parked it, but we couldn't find it. Had someone stolen it? Was I mistaken about where I parked? I don't think so, and since I'm known for forgetting where I parked, I always carefully note my parking spaces. We walked around for over 20 minutes, and my children were getting quite discouraged. They were cold, and they wanted to go home. And then a nice parking attendant saw us and came by in his golf cart. He surely had dealt with this situation before, helping people find their cars in the enormous Astrodome parking lot. He drove us around for a few minutes around the area where I told him I had parked the car and we couldn't find the car. Then his face lit up and he started driving faster towards the Astrodome. I told him that I had not parked any closer and he was going the wrong way. He assured me he knew what he was doing and he kept on driving. He drove through the center of the Astrodome and came out on the other side. Then he drove straight towards an area of the parking lot and stopped right in front of my car. We had been looking in the right place, but we were on the wrong side of the Astrodome, which has parking on both sides of it. We were so happy to see the car. My children hugged it, and we got in the car and went home, glad to have finally found the car. Right spot, wrong side of the Astrodome. When have you been in the right place, but your agenda has put you in a place where you'll never find what you're looking for? Unfortunately, our happily ever after can be such a powerful agenda that we park ourselves there and then rack up the parking fees thinking that the outcome will be worth it. But it rarely is. And when we do get the parking bill and realize what we have foregone in order to get something that will never happen, we can get very self-judgmental. And this creates a lot of unhappiness. 
We're now faced with these kinds of choices in our lives. Making assessments about what we want to give in exchange for our relationships and whether the price of staying parked is one we can afford and want to pay. Or we can find alternative choices that will bring more joy and fulfillment to our lives. We may have the right intention, we're just in the wrong place for it to manifest. When we're ready to make profound life changes, we begin to feel the pain of our difficult and draining relationships. We begin to see where they rob us of our joy. They aren't peaceful, they're not fulfilling, and we're sending them energy and getting little or nothing in return. While we may have been paying for parking or paying a high cost to stay in that relationship, we no longer want to do that. And we have three choices, stay where we are, and continue to pay the energetic and emotional price of parking, talk to our partners and see if they'll change, or move on. A situation you're faced with now may be like paying for parking. And by the way, this isn't just relationships. That job you hate, the place that you live where you're not happy, the life situation where you know you should move on, but you're just stuck and you don't know what to do, they all fit in here too. You may not want to do it to change or to consider other options, but changing the rules, introducing your needs, or finding a more painless solution may not be an option right now, or it may not be the option you want to take or are ready to take. Just understand that while you don't make any change or while you're not considering other options, you're paying for parking. You are parked in a place and you're racking up the parking fees every minute. And if you decide that you're no longer willing to pay that price, you may have to risk alienating people in your life who won't be happy with any of the choices you make. When you've been the one they can count on, you've been their source of power or their support, removing that energy shifts your relationship dramatically. Haven't you had an experience of this? where you're the person that everyone goes to for everything because they know you're the one who always says yes, what happens on the day you say no? Have you noticed that? The shock look on their faces, the protests, and the, oh, well, I guess you're not gonna help me. They know where you're parked and they know where they can go whenever they need a ride. You may feel guilty because they counted on you and they're angry now because they have to find another power and energy resource. And here you have two options, stay where you are and continue to pay for parking or drive on. Both have their drawbacks, but eventually the one you'll choose is the one that gives you the greatest return in joy and peace of mind and heart. So many of us give endlessly and continuously to others, is your hand raised here, because we feel their pain and we believe that we can help. We think that if we show up for them, they'll be grateful and appreciative. But what we believe will be a one-time effort can turn into a long-term commitment. And now we're doing things we don't want to do with no end in sight. In short, we're paying for parking and it's very expensive. How do we end this situation in a loving and empowering way that helps us establish clear boundaries, empowers us and them, and doesn't destroy a relationship? Sometimes all those results aren't possible and we have to choose the one that suits us best. And then there are times when we just have to put our needs first, assert our right to have joy in our life 
acknowledge our responsibility in the situation while we disconnect and disengage from our commitments and move on. Sometimes the choice isn't that easy, and we have to stay within a commitment until we can find a better alternative. In that case, we can spend time understanding the lesson, seeing how we give our power away, and learn to say no and really mean it. Just as there are times when I can't avoid paying for parking, there are times when we have to know that we're done and make a commitment to ourselves to be more aware of our needs, to see others as powerful just as they are, and to stay within our own power so that we are aware of where we'll make commitments especially when we commit to others' healing, how much those commitments will cost us, and whether we're willing to pay that price. When the price isn't worth the pain, we'll realize that there are better alternatives to that expensive parking spot, and we will move on. But we generally figure that out after we find our car again and have to pay the bill to get it out of the parking lot. Moving on is not a sign of defeat, It's something entirely different. And that's a big theme lately, moving on and moving up. But moving on is not just about taking our energy and going home, sad, depressed, disempowered, feeling defeated and angry. It's about expanding our energetic frequency so that we manage our agendas more powerfully and stop getting ourselves in these kinds of situations. We don't have to limit ourselves to healing cycles and karmic groups and cycles. We can choose that path and it's tempting, but there are other options now. We just have to manage our emotional agendas more carefully and stop choosing the 3D karmic path over the 5D creation path. It's always a choice and those are always the options and we are always in the process of considering those options. And we'll choose the karmic path until we get tired of paying for very expensive parking spaces. And then we'll allow ourselves to choose more powerful, joyful, and empowering options. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together. 